ICA Gear has outfitted over 10,000 bow hunters across the country, and we're continuing to raise the bar when it comes to bow hunting camo. New for the 23 season, we introduce our never-before-seen panel fabric system designed to be dead quiet along with our patent-pending bow hunting collar, Osseo Gear. Features and function built for bow hunters by bow hunters. Learn more at asiogear.com. The mobile hunter is obsessed with exploring unfamiliar places, and this is what our gear is designed to do. At Latitude Outdoors, we build mobile hunting equipment for hunters who like to move often and move fast. Whether you're an experienced whitetail hunter or new to the game, if you want to be mobile, we have options that are worth considering. Our saddles, climbing sticks, and platforms are made right here in the USA and are available at LatitudeOutdoors.com. Thanks for checking out the gear and good luck this season. Welcome to Bear Bow Hunter Podcast with your host, Nate Bailey, where we look to the ancient paths of our hunting ancestors to guide our future, where woodsmanship and hard work outweigh advanced shooting devices, where we value those who have gone before us and welcome those who are yet to come. Join us as we exchange valuable insight about the Bear Bow Hunter's lifestyle. Welcome to another edition of Barebow Hunters Podcast, and today we have with us Jonathan Karch, who now is Johnny to me. How you doing, man? Hey, buddy. I'm doing good. Yes, yes, Johnny. You know, I, I answer to it all, but uh, uh, my friends get to call me Johnny, so everybody's good. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Happy to be here, bud. I, uh, I know we've talked about doing this for a while, and uh, sorry about the delay being able to do it, but it's been... Uh, well, I, I think everybody can say it's been a crazy year. Yes, so, <laughs> glad yeah. we're finally able to connect. Yeah, yeah, and I, I did mention your your Three Rivers Archery, right? Did I mention that already? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> now you say it. <laughs> so yeah, you're you are uh, Three Rivers Archery. Um, you and your father own it, correct? Or is or your CEO well, or. Uh, interesting. There's actually been a change to that in the past uh, little over a month. So my folks own Three Rivers Archery. Uh-huh. Uh, we moved here. Well, my family bought it in '99, and we moved from Wisconsin to Indiana uh, to take over, and been part of it ever since. Uh, a few different roles there uh, for me, but just recently, my folks are going to try the, I guess, quote unquote, retired life. They are considered <laughs> shareholders now, so they're still involved, but they get to relax a lot more and uh, uh teresa williams and myself have taken over the lead role she is our ceo official title and mine is president oh right on yeah 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 it's uh it's interesting you know we've been teresa and i've been been running the place for the past few years now with my folks being able to uh, they moved down to florida they've been permanent residents uh there for i want to say about a year now um but teresa and i have really ran the company for a while but this was kind of that official nudge of okay now it's now it's legit right (laughs) so uh so they're still the owners but um they're not they're not going to be in the shop Uh, man maybe when they come see the grandkids i guess it'd be the only time they'll they'll come up (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah so it's pretty cool what what i've seen um your guys catalog with your dad and you and and the way you depicted um, kind of a, 
I don't want to say transition because there is no transition in traditional archery. It's just the way that we are. But uh, I thought that was really cool the way that you guys did that with that cover. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely a few months in the making of like, you know what, we want to have, you know, that feeling to it because it's yeah. yeah, it's not the transition of where traditional archery is, but it's it's the all encompassing of it of everything being on that page. It's traditional archery. Yeah. Yeah, we're traditional archers, even if we wear a fedora or a first light hat, you know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. No, I, I, I really like that. And then, like I like to say is, you know, my son, is he's still shooting a compound. He actually picked up a longbow this year, and he's shooting it now. And so we're hoping that that's what he's going to do for elk season. Um, he will not do it if he doesn't feel confident in it, you know. And But uh, that's, you know what i like to say though is a lot of the combo guys or co combo compound shooter guys that are around me a lot of those guys are just future traditional archers <laughs> right right well i tell you I, I see a lot or i've seen a lot through the years um is they are traditional archers yeah. but they're doing it kind of like the sun they don't have that confidence level so like they will shoot all year round traditional bow but when it comes to hunting and that they're like man i i'm just not there yet so they'll pick the compound up um, there is uh, there is a huge amount of compound guys, quote unquote, that uh, uh, that own traditional bows and, and love shooting them. Uh, it's just getting them over to where you know they're that traditional bow hunter, and that's how they're identifying. But you know, to me, it's you know, it's all in what your comfort level is. I've been on a few hunts where you like you'd be with a gun hunter there, and they're like, oh, I, but I shoot bow too. You know, I really, I'm like, dude, you don't have to defend yeah. it. You know, yeah. hunt, hunt how you feel, shoot how you feel. But this is this is me this is what i love <laughs> right right yeah and you know and with him too the big thing is is he wants to be able to make that clean shot and uh not that he wouldn't he just doesn't know if he could hold it together you know when you have you know the way he tells me is when you have these things that you go through in your mind uh, um that you have to check like your your sight and looking through this and looking through that and i said well that's not much different than what i do when i go through you know my shot process so um he's getting ready he he, he killed that little bull last year and he's like i could have done that with my longbow and i was like yeah you could have <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's just taking that leap you yeah. know and um everybody's got to hit that comfort level because it's you know it's funny it's like i mean that's the same thing every traditional bull hunter has you know going through their head when it's you know when it's happening like man it's got to do this right you know but you just you just got to get to that point where you're at the comfort level and you you take the dive right right yeah and and you know you just you do you prepare the best you can and if you're if you're whacking a 3d target at 30 yards and and making a very consistent um staying in that that lethal zone shoot you know that's all you can do <laughs> so there's yeah. jump right in yeah yep, yep it's uh that's definitely that it's there's so many people that it's like just you know go for it go for it it's it's fun you you love shooting the bow take the jump but, yeah you know everybody's got to be at the comfort level because sure. i think the biggest thing on when it comes especially to hunting is, is you got to have 100 percent confidence yeah yeah uh, you know the only reason there's so many broadheads out there in the market is because somebody lost confidence in shooting one and then they go to the next one. And I it's like you. they all do. They all do the same or work the same to a degree, and you know, especially in the settings. But it's like, man, that one failed on me, so I'm on to the next one. But it's like you got to have a hundred percent confidence, otherwise you're not going to do it. Right. And that's okay. Like right. that, as long as uh, people enjoy shooting a bow, Heck they'll yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. Speaking of that, um, I, we we talked about this before I pushed record, but um, I, I was going to ask you: Have you seen a growth in uh, people getting into archery this year? You know, twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, um, we were we were super fortunate of uh, for the state of Indiana we were able to stay open. We qualified under the essential business in that. So we were able to um, go through the whole year. Very, very fortunate for that fact. But we were, we saw, we saw great growth and a lot of demand. So, you know, everything from just catalog requests to people buying stuff off the shelves and especially new people, which is what really made me excited because you saw what I think what I think happened when I look back to it, I mean, I don't have any studies or results to, to credit to it, so it's just my personal opinion, but, like, there are so many people out there, you know, you talk to them and go, oh, yeah, I used to shoot traditional back in yeah. camp day or whatnot, but I don't have the time. <laughs> and then a world over got handed a lot of free time for a lot of folks, and uh, they said, huh, well, I got the time, and, and they needed, they wanted to be outdoors. So archery and, and a lot of outdoor sports really um, had a lot of growth. Now, the question will be if it sticks around. And you and I were talking, you know, my opinion is I, I'm hoping so. I think it's got the best chance to because, you know, this was genuine interest to people in the outdoors. I'm like, man, I, I'd love to do that, but I don't have the time. And now they've had the time to try it, see if they like it, get comfortable with it. And we'll see if they stay or go, you know, because last time we saw growth like this is when it when it was in the movies. You right. Know, Hunger Games was huge growth to people because they saw it and they really dived right into it. But that was movie growth. You know, that's fad that can come and go easy enough. But this what we had this past year of hands on really being able to, to dive into it has been. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it was. But yeah, last year, last year had a lot of demand uh, um, for our tree here. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it. I, I think people too, and the thing about archery is, I mean, and even without bow hunting, you know, I'm a bow hunter first, I think, before I am, you know, anything else. I just love the idea of being in the woods hunting with a with a trad bow. But I think also just regular old archery, art, just getting out and shooting is such a, um immersive sport, right? I mean, it's it gets you to where you have to really kind of, uh, converse with what's going on around you with uh, distances. It's, it's such a internal sport that um, people are probably, you know, if you get bows in their hands, that's what we've always said, right? You just get a bow in somebody's hand, they're going to naturally want to do it. And absolutely, man, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, this, this bow and, and we've seen hunting too. I mean, we've seen a big uptick in hunting this year as well. Um, I didn't even draw my spring bear tag. <laughs> that's how yeah that's how big of an uptick it was there were, so like three years ago they would have like two thousand leftover tags yep and there's there's the real kicker here is to find out where um you know what keeps us um what keeps the momentum going you know I, and i think that's going to be on the states and in companies and, and and well everybody really how do you keep them engaged now but it's great to see like something like that like okay you know, because for the states, they want those tags sold. They want people out hunting and, and, and all that. And it's like, all right, so we, we got a taste of it. How do we keep it rolling? Right, right. With As far as the hunting's concerned, the bear's concerned, I hope the guys that got the tags actually go out and uh, make good of those tags because, boy, you know what that's going to do for our deer and elk herds? <laughs> Especially right. in the spring. You know, that's, that springtime is when those big boars really pick off a lot of the the fawns and the and the calves because it's just an easier you know 
food source for them. So, um, right. it'll be nice to see it, man. If, if we, if our harvest numbers jump up too. last year, I think we were like at 365 out of 4,000 tags. Um, so hopefully that harvest jumps up along with the, you know, the amount of hunters too. Yeah. Yeah. Best of luck to all of them getting out there. That'll be uh that'll be awesome. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you know the insides and outs of Oregon bears, but we, our bear numbers <laughs> nope. skyrocketed because um, we could only hunt them. You, you can't hunt them over bait and you can't hunt them with dogs. So, um, but guys are getting very resourceful now guys, man, there's getting to be a lot of bears getting shot. So it's getting, it's good. It's a management tool. It's a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know that these guys are managing this stuff. So yeah. Uh, one thing you'll find out, Johnny, if you're on a podcast with me, there'll be rabbit trails everywhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but the, there'll be rabbit trails everywhere. But it does go back to say that, you know, guys are really getting into, um, guys and gals are getting in, and kids too. I mean, there's beginning to, I get so many kids coming up and wanting to learn how to do this, learn how to do that. And um, I, I think it's a great thing. I, I think also um, it's an opportunity for us to to promote it in the right way as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know from from what I've seen on it is yeah, it's it's all ages getting into it, which is very exciting. I mean, that's like I said, the biggest thing is going to be okay. What do what do we do now? And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I'm really hoping the archery shoots once we finally get back to oh man having them on the regular like those organizations really double down on the advertising because it's like there is a there's great chance to get a lot of new people there and shooting and i think if you can do that because our trees are very personalized you know internal you compete against yourself yeah. it's you know, yeah. how, you know it's all internal so yep. you can get people to archery shoots and uh, 3d shoots and that to you know to engage with others and you know the the Heck, I probably don't have to tell you on how much fun it is to get a bunch of traditional archers together. You know that that's what's going to keep the the growth of the sport going. And where they go, you know what? I like this. This is this is something I want to be doing. Right. And uh, it'll be neat. It'll be neat. I uh, I definitely when anytime I talk to a, anybody that puts on archery shoots, it's like you got to be spending the advertising dollars out there to make sure you're getting new people. So yeah, 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 and put it in front of put it in front of the people that are already interested. You know, nowadays we could target that. Um, it's, yep. it's, it's a lot easier nowadays to actually put it in front of the eyes that want to see it. And, uh, ha- that's half the battle, isn't it? Just getting it out there to where people can actually see what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Just having the right eyes on it, but you're right. Especially in today's digital age <laughs> for yeah. better or worse. It's very, it, it's a lot easier to, to get it in front of them. So, right. Right. Yeah. And one of the things though, that we're finding, I, I don't know if you guys are finding it also, but I am. I just, I've been searching for the last three days to try to buy a stinking mountain bike. Can you believe that? I couldn't get a hold of a mountain bike. Uh, I finally, finally just pulled the trigger on one today that I did finally round up, but, um, that's crazy. Are you guys running into some of that supply? Uh, some of those issues? Yeah. So, so it's, it's kind of twofold. One, you had the demand jump up. So, you know, even for every company that says, you know, knows how to forecast well of it and make sure they have the right stock on there is, um, you know, here's this demand you didn't know of. <laughs> and it's like, right. okay, well, it's too right. up. And then you go to order and you have your vendors going, I don't have any. 
or, or you know, in the other case, especially you know, a lot of this stuff now it's imported. That the international uh, shipping lanes were just shut down for a while. I mean, you look about right. uh, getting auto parts even, and you couldn't get repairs because they didn't have it. And uh, yeah, we definitely saw that. I'll tell you, uh, there was there is some peaks uh, during last year when I've seen uh, I've seen the, the bare wood of some of our shelves that I can say I have never seen before. Um, we did, you know, we did good. I give great credit to my team. I got a lot of uh, solid people that, um, you know, were able to adapt and 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 do well. And do well, I guess they do the best we could because we definitely got low. We got low there for a while, but we've uh, we've been able to find new sources or people that had it and uh, get something on the shelf. Because yeah, when people have demand and want it, they're not gonna they're not gonna wait, especially when you didn't know how long it would be to get it in. But yeah, it, uh, that was not a mountain bike exclusive problem. That was <laughs> that was outdoor sports uh, across. Yeah, you know, and I was reading because I was doing a lot of it online. I, I, I searched the, my local shops here and they were like, man, you're just going to have to go online and good luck. And, yep. and then, so, and then I, I went online and I was reading some of the comments and I was like, man, you guys are tearing these guys up. They don't even, you don't even know what they're going through trying to help you out, man. <laughs> I, uh, I'll, I'll tell you on that, like, especially once you, when it first started, like everyone, we were we were fortunate we were able to stay open, but we already had a lot of practices in place for distancing as it is because we're a pretty lean organization. We're not that giant. Actually, at this time, we got 30 people, which is the most we've ever had, but um, we're able to keep it space. What, what I'm getting at is, is it was like we even went bare bones then, <laughs> and the first question you get is, hey, are you guys shipping? Okay, this is what I want, and you can go from there. And then as it you know, everybody was understanding and reasonable, but as it went out, like eight months passed yeah. into into it all. That's when they seemed to forget a bit, <laughs> and you know, and be like, well, "What do you mean it took two days to ship my order? You guys only get it out the same day." And it's like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, I'm I'm running with this." <laughs> right, right. Any other year where de- demand was was different, I'd go hire a, you know a handful more folks to help out, but you couldn't hire because nobody was wanting to work, right. much less if you wanted to risk having more people. You know, to compound all the uh, all the issues of, of, right. of pandemic or distancing and that. Um, so yeah, and then um, I tell you what, Christmas. Not many people know this, but we bit the bullet and we pushed everything. If it wasn't going in like you know the smallest first class, um, went UPS. Right. And um, you know, at Christmas time, everything's free shipping for the most part. Our minimum's you know forty nine dollars plus, right. so it's pretty easy to fill that. Right. Um, so. UPS costs more, but we're like, we want people to have their products. So we made the decision of, okay, we're going to send everything UPS. And I wish I'd have done it a week or so sooner because it worked um, out. It worked out. And, you know, the problem with, you know, the, the ones of the week before was like, you know, I'm sorry. I couldn't, you know, foresee the future of, of the USPS <laughs> not falling apart because I give them great credit, but that demand was just intense. And they all had the same issues that every other company does of, you couldn't get more people, and you also had all the mandates and, and you know uh, things you had to do to keep it keep it going. And then demand was four times what you could have ever predicted. Right, right. How in the world do you deal with that? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know everybody's adapting to doing their best, and most people have been great. I will say that you know people are understanding, but then you have a few that. You yeah, service a good community, though. You know the the track community yeah. is a good community. They are. They really are. I um, you know, and that's why I love going to archery shoots. You'll see me at a bunch throughout the year when when we have them. Right. <laughs> of um, 
you know it's it's just it's so fun and and everybody is such good-hearted people yeah and i always appreciate that and they do well you know whether they call in or online comments i mean we've got everybody's got opinions everywhere but as a general whole the archery community is the best there is yeah yeah they are i uh you know you see you see things on facebook and and you know on uh used to be leatherwall i haven't been on leatherwall forever but uh, on and these things and you think oh man but that's just like one person or two people the the rest of the archery community if you, if you get around it man i tell you um i know guys that have just brought people in that they, they'll just i know matter of fact i know a guy i posted it was years ago that one of my buddies broke his bow on and i posted on facebook and uh and it was an old you know secondhand bow that he bought at like a pawn shop and you know how many people called me up and said hey i got a bow up here let's get it back in his hands and it's just stuff like that you just i mean a lot of other people groups of communities or whatever you don't see a lot of that but boy in the archery community you see it all the time oh yeah i'm i'm very fortunate that i i grew up in it i mean yeah we, we got business wise when i was 10 so i mean i've been <laughs> You know, I've been in an archery shoot, especially back in those days. It was every weekend I was somewhere. And um, it was, I can count on one hand how many problems I heard, not just us, but just like at an archery shoot of, yeah. you know, something stolen or whatnot. And every one of those was at the more large shows where it wasn't just, you know, archery people there. Um, right, right. But, but yeah, I mean, generally, a, a, just a great community. And yeah, like I said, online you'll have that here, there, and everywhere else. But sure. Um, but it is going to be the flyers and and the one offs and that that it's like okay, that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I yeah. tell you what, actually, as speaking of you know online marketing and all that, that's where I've I've seen the most of when we do more wide targeting and not archery people, where I've gotten either rude comments or. Or, or crazy, yeah, <laughs> crazy yeah, and and I don't know, I don't know what it is. Like I don't know what you know. Once you put this bow in someone's hand, where they just become uh, a nicer person, or or you know, well, I, I think... don't know what it is, but but it's definitely yeah. The archery uh, archery folks are great, and I'm so happy I've been able to grow up in it myself. And I'm waiting for us to get shows back going again, so my girls and I can get back to going to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm i going to hit a few more this year. You know, I haven't hit hardly any, and I, I hear about it all the time. Well, hey, are you going to such and such? How come you're not there? And um, <laughs> basically, it's because I love to hunt. <laughs> so, right, right. You know, yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a great argument for it when you go, oh, why weren't you there? Well, I was, you know, out in the woods hunting. Oh, well, I ain't going to hold that against you. Yeah, That's but at the same time, you know, I, I watch, I, I look on Instagram and I see some of the stuff that these guys are hanging out at the, at the tournaments or, or, you know, at some of the, like the longbow safari is one I really have to hit. I got to hit that. And, uh, and, you know, I see this stuff and I'm like, man, that looks like a really good time. <laughs> I need to get there. Oh yeah. Well, I can say even, I mean, cause I, I try to travel all over the country for, for getting to different shows in that. And I, yeah, I can say I can't say I've ever had a bad time. I mean, even when it's pouring down rain, storms, uh, <laughs> blistering hot, cold—you know, any of it, all of it—right, it's always been a great time. Because when you get us all together and we're just, you know, just shooting bows and, and you know, you're going there to have fun. Yeah. So unless yeah. you're, unless you brought something with you, there's 
it's hard to have a bad time. Yeah. You're shooting I, I, even my worst day of work, I go, I just, I talked archery all day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you probably have to keep that in perspective. You know, I guide too, so I have to do that sometimes. I'll, I'll be like, oh my gosh, you know, this was such a hard day. We had to move five times. I had to put decoys out, pull them up, do, and, and then I look back and I go, wait a second. I got to put decoys out. <laughs> put them up yep, yep. I, I got to feel the i got to feel the weather i got to feel all this stuff you know so it's a, you know it's funny how we can make work out of anything right oh yeah oh yeah it's uh it is and it's definitely just that break to go you know what yeah. this this is what i got to do today like here is like i love the idea of that it'd be like hmm, i wasn't stuck behind a desk all day yeah that would be <laughs> but you know it's it's and hey, you hear it a lot, but really letting it sink into you, like taking the time to appreciate what you got. Like me, you know, I've done this my entire life, and I understand how awesome that is right. to some people. I mean, it's still work. I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But end of the day, I got to do traditional archery and feed my family doing it. Yep. That, that's pretty that's cool. That's a great thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I uh... – the other morning it was blowing and cold and I was zipping up my, um, zipping up my hood around my face. And I was thinking, what am I doing this for? And then I, I, you know, start, the, start getting the boat up on plane, come around the corner and I look over to the, to the West and, um, the sun starts coming up and you're like, uh, or to the East and the sun starts coming up and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is why I get to do this. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, pretty funny stuff though yeah cool so what's on your uh you know i know that you're super busy this year with 2020 going on and then you decided you're kind of a glutton for punishment you, you decided to build a house <laughs> and, oh yeah <laughs> yeah well that one my uh my wife and i bought some land uh, a few years back actually we weren't even looking to build at the time but we found this perfect little piece of six acres of heaven for us of it's out in the country because i've nice. been city living for the past oh man um well my daughter's 13 so yeah past 13 wow. plus years and it's one of those of like all right i gave that up so my kids could have great yep. neighborhoods and all the friends they've developed and you know and all that but now now yeah yeah <laughs> we looked at it and of course you know the economy where it was interest rates were great and said all right yep now's the time to build so yep. we've uh yeah we're we're going through all the joys and headaches that that brings uh um and you know it's all adventures it's all remembering sure. uh, like well, like we were just saying of you know how how fortunate it is and yep. uh i will be excited to be living back out in the country uh, it's only five minutes from the city limit line but it's still country living. Yeah, so. <laughs> yep. yeah. I just, uh, I was just wondering, do you got any plants or plans for hunting coming on, or do you, do you, uh, are you going to be pretty busy this year and not being able to go out? I, of course, you're going to probably whitetail hunt, but I mean, anything away from the state. So, well, here's the kicker with that. Even, um, I, I get maybe a few days of Indiana whitetail hunting yeah. each year. If I'm lucky, because what I run into is because well, during hunting season is a very busy time for us. And yeah, I always guilt myself into working because I'm like, I got so much to get done. So I really only get to like hunt, hunt, you know, put the time in when I do travel to hunt because they're, you know, you're away. It's like, well, you don't, you know, you don't have reports to fill. You don't sure. have uh, news to have. You're, you're dedicated to it. 
Uh, and as of right now, I don't have anything officially on the books. I had to push off a, a moose hunt last year that I haven't I, – I think I'm going this year, but I haven't <laughs> had anything confirmed. So it's like, as of right now, this could be a pretty light year. Um, yeah. Which, which, you know, we'll see. I, uh, I like to roll with it. And um, when opportunities pop up, I'll do my best to jump for them. I've got a – amazing wife that is very understanding of that's my <laughs> that's my free time that yeah. i get because well when i'm here it's it's work 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 yeah. so yeah yeah moose hunt is on my that's on my radar too i gotta get that done that's one thing i really want to do yeah i um I'm got the opportunity for colorado uh, uh cow moose oh wow and, yeah, so it's, you know, it's funny, you know, because everybody wants to go for the big bulls and that, which, you know, that's definitely on my bucket list too, but uh, hard to do. But the cow tags are a little easier to come by, and I'm looking at it going, huh. yeah, I'd like a freezer full of that. that looks yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that would, and quite honestly, you know, I love calling bull elk, and I love the whole idea of, you know, being in there. But quite honestly, it's all about the adventure, really, and you're going to be mm-hmm. among moose, <laughs> you know? Yep. Um I got a buddy that he's he's probably going to draw Mount Emily, and if you know anything about Oregon, Mount Emily is is the unit in Oregon. Um, it's not a matter of of you know seeing bulls and calling bulls in. It's a matter of how big a bulls and how many. And so when he drew, when if he draws that tag, um, I'm like, I would give up some of my hunting time to go over there and help him just to be a part of that adventure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... I've thought about that with my dad and some of his uh, exciting hunts. So, you know what? I'll just go to carry your, uh, carry your pack. Oh, yeah. So if that's what you're looking for. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, there's, uh, it's definitely that, the adventure and, and the different. You know, I've been very, very um, fortunate that, you know, I get to hunt with my dad a lot. And um, and it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go just to carry your bow, you know, when you need a break, if, if that's possible. And uh, fortunately, I've been able to do more actual hunts with him than just uh, going with him. But, um, yeah, 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 no, there's some like that, like that would be, that would be awesome just to run around the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of why I want to go up to Alaska for the moose hunt. Cause I want to take the bush plane in, uh, you know, it's part of it. Um, yep. I watch, I watch a guy on YouTube, uh, Billy Moles and, um, he's a rifle hunter. He's a guide and he just takes guys out. But the adventure that he captures is so, uh, I don't know. It's so inclusive regardless of what they're doing uh, it's just all about adventure with that guy and you know that's that's really what I, I that's why i carry a trad bow you know i could have probably finished my season off deer season off last year with a compound um because these blacktails are really hard to get within 20 yards of uh 50 yards is not as hard um i was within 50 yards of a lot of pretty good black big blacktails last year and you know, two of them were shot by guys that I told where to go last year. And, uh, it's pretty crazy. You know, you put a trad bow in your hands because parse partially because you just want to continue to do it. <laughs> you know, you, you don't right. want it to be a shot and done. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, well, that's, I know my dad back in the eighties, that's why he switched was, um, uh, you know, anything within 30 yards was going to die. It was yeah. just, you know, basically yep. pick the day you want to kill one, go out and do it. And it's like, you know, the, uh, the, the challenge to it and then extending your adventure of being able yeah. to jump out there. That's one thing I'm excited about with, uh, with where we're, we're going to be moving. It's, you know, there's not six acres, you know, that's, that's 
next to nothing, but I can run out in the backwoods and, yep. and sit in the tree stand and just have a good reason to be out there. Or yep. go bunny hunting when uh, you know once uh, once we're out there and that. Yep. yep. Talk to the neighbors and be able to just shoot your bow with a three D course and you know. Oh, I already got that half plan, man. Yeah, <laughs> I've been. I've been accruing targets for the past few years. And I'm like, okay, that'll be out there. That'll be out there. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you knew where to get some targets. There's this store, There's this place <laughs> called Three Rivers. <laughs> they even got free shipping on them. Now, too, <laughs> uh, no, you know, we're actually, so we, uh, about a year and a half ago, we did kind of the same thing. We bought a house um, out of town and, it's only we only have just a little bit of land but it backs up to thousands of acres and so on our little place here though i'm going to create a and that's part of what we're going to do with the youtube stuff is i'm going to create a, a backyard course but it's not going to be like most of the courses that you've seen um you're going to have to donate arrows <laughs> on some of these targets and uh and quite honestly we're going to go through and build it and um and then I'm going to invite guys that a lot of, I got a lot of friends out here and we'll, we'll, uh, have a little contest and, but we're going to base it on basically the, the guys, um, you know, some, some of the famous videos you've seen, like Fred bear and that, and, and he's behind the rock and the, the bear comes around the rock. We're going to base a couple targets on that kind of stuff and, uh, target like being on horseback and things like that. And then we'll have a little miniature contest between all of us. And, uh, it's going to just be a good time, but. Oh man, that sounds, that sounds perfect. Those, those are definitely the most fun shots of where. Oh yeah. You know, it's different. It's new. You know, I don't know anybody that's not out at one and going, yeah, that target's 50 yards away. I got it. Yeah. You know, and throw it out. Cause it's, it's, it's the fun. It's the yeah. doing it. I've, uh, you know, like a lot of folks, I go to some shoots that are uh, uh, they're mixed, where you know it's compound and traditional net. And well, by yeah. mixed, I mean there's me and then <laughs> yeah, everybody else shooting the compound, <laughs> and, and everybody's, everybody's watching you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, um, God, yeah, it, it, there's just it feels like I'm having more fun with it. Like you know, somebody, you know, their sights off and whatnot, and they don't hit it in the twelve ring, and you know, then they got a scowl move on it. And I shoot yeah. it, and I hit them right in the lungs, and I'm like, heck yeah, you know, yeah. that was. That's what I was trying for. And when it was like, uh, I forget what it was, but one of those, you know, three bucks an arrow shot and a big pink elephant way out there. I think it was an <laughs> elephant. But, you know, I'm I'm looking at this and it's like, no way. You know, it, you're just, I'm in an instinctive shot. So I'm just, all right, you know, pull it back, draw, shoot. I was two feet out of the kill zone, but this had to be like, <laughs> like 110 yards or something. So you're like and an I'm English gonna... longbowman. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, heck yeah. I mean, my uh, my left to right was uh, was off, but my up down was spot on. I'm like, oh man. And this kid was the one collecting the money. The most unimpressed anybody could have ever been. I remember looking at this kid going, what? Because, you, you know, you're, you know, everybody else. Do you know what I just did? Right I, I'm having a great time. <laughs> But no, the idea of uh, horseback shots, awesome. Oh, if you can, that, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, I love aerial ones. So anything like that, even, you know, the, uh, I know Compton's has one, the running deer, where you put it all on a, uh, on a rope. Yeah, zip line. Goes, 
Yeah. That stuff's fun, you know? Yeah. And, and, and the big thing is where people, you know, oh, well, you're prepping for hunting. Like, no, no, I'm just having a blast. Right, right. <laughs> throw, a, throw a soda can out there and we'll just sling arrows trying to hit it if yeah. you want. But, you know, have, a, have fun with it. And, yeah, those, those more crazy fun shots, beautiful, beautiful stuff. I love it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I have so many guys around here that come up and shoot and come up. And, and so many guys are like, man, I want to try a trad bow. And, you know, we have a few bows floating around and stuff. So um, this will be another place where we could just have a ball and, you know, get some more bows in those guys' hands. It'll be pretty awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Well, because especially when you get to the fun shots where it's not, you know, all right, you don't have a minute and a half to range find it, yeah. or, you know, set it up and do it. Like, all right, you got to be quick. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, that gets that gets a lot of folks there. I was at a uh, – one shoot once, which it was, it was all mixed of, you know, who could be there, which is great and fine, you know, as long as you got the time to wait on that. Yeah. Um, aerial shooting. Oh, he smokes. You want to see a compound guy get driven <laughs> oh, mad? Oh, yeah. No, it goes up and you hit it. I did, uh, I was shooting so good. They stopped me from shooting. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no more. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. You're good. You're right. <laughs> you know, you know, it's not near as hard as, as it looks either. Um, no, that's the cool. it's just the mindset, man, yep. of where you get into it for it, you know, and yep. that's that's why I love the fun shots because it's you got to be on the go and, and and mind adapting to it, you know. And there's there's so many questions out there, you know, what style of shooting do you are you gap, you're, you know, string walking, yep. instinctive yep. Uh, uh, sights, you know, any of that, all that. It's like just you know try some of it, yeah. see how it goes, and uh, um, you know, for me, I've always been instinctive, and uh, I'm actually cross-eyed dominant even. Wow, um, but I, you know, well, when you don't, when you don't think to it of like, all right, this yeah. is exactly how it's got to go, you know, uh, for it, you just adjust you, your mind adapts. Your mind's a beautiful thing, and it adapts. Yeah. Throw a baseball and you hit somebody with it. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> you get you get used to it. Yeah, but, it's it's when you start trying too hard. You know, my son's cross-eyed dominant, and I don't know if you watched any of our videos, but we had one video up duck hunting where he shot a box and a half of shells and got a duck. And <laughs> that was what the whole video was about. But um, and, and it was a cross-eyed dominance thing. And then once he quit trying so hard, then he started hitting, you know. Oh, well, and I, I see that a lot, of like, especially when we have people come in the shop and you put a bow in their hands. It's like when they first start, they do amazing and they have a great time and they shoot with that. And then they start, like, yeah, trying to break it down and get into it. And they, they can get a bit frustrated. Like, just, just relax. Just, you know. Yeah. Get back to where you were, because the one thing I really love about traditional archery, um, and I'll say that a lot to a lot of things, but the one that I really, <laughs> really love is it is such a great sport because you can make it as simple or as complicated as you want. Yeah, yep. I mean, you know, I've had people walk up with garage sale bought bows and arrows that they don't match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, they they're so often it's their first time shooting a bow and you can have a blast doing that absolute blast doing that and then you can you know you can worry about foc draw curves uh you know um, yeah wind level side you know any of it and all of it you know as minute details you want to get into it and yeah. both sides of that spectrum can be an absolute blast oh yeah and you can enjoy it all yeah. I mean, I've got my, my simple bows that I built and I shoot and love that. And then, you know, I've got my metal riser. I'm looking at my brand new one, the HT21, where, you know, it's got weights uh, that are built into it. And for fine-tuning, even 
every every bit of the of the bow, and that's fun too. Right. And there's times I like that, and then there's times I grab the bow I built with my dad, go sling some arrows that I put together, and it's to be fun. Yeah, that whole spectrum of things, you know. Uh, and quite honestly, when I started this, I started traditional bow hunting. Oh, it's like '89. Um, I, I switched over to compounds, uh, and my dad and I both bow hunted and we bow hunted a unit. You used to be able to just go get a tag for now. Now it's a hard unit to get. And, uh, I, I got a compound cause these, you know, my recurves shoot, I was shooting jackrabbits out of tree stands at 30 yards pretty easily with my recurve, but, uh, <laughs> but it's not going to kill an elk, right? That's what you always heard, you know, and, <laughs> and, and back in those days too, I mean, just, you know, all my uncles and stuff who were big elk hunters, um, we're looking at bows like, yeah, you know, you're going to go out and shoot an elk with that. Cause they've shot them with rifles and know how hard the rifle hits those things and how much a, an elk will soak up. And there, you know, so I had all these doubts in my head. So I got a compound I'll never forget. And the first, it was a deer, not an elk this time, but the first deer that came within range, I pull up on that thing and I pull up and the minute I pull up, I had those old brass pins that brass pin just went ding, 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 and dropped all the way to the bottom. And I was lost. I was like, well, now what am I going to do? Um, so I was like, man, you know, if I had that recurve in my hands, that would have been a dead deer. And uh, so I, I kind of just put the compound away, and that's where I just ran with the with the stick bows. And I've been across, you know, recurves and long bows, and I can't say which one I like better. I like them both. Um but it's the same thing, you know, you, when you, when you start getting out there and you just, I don't know, it's, a, it's a, for as far as barebow hunting, it's, it's just a, it pulls you in. It's, it's something that I think our ancestors has done forever. It, it feels like it's something naturally that we should be doing. And, uh, I don't know. I, I can't just sitting here talking about it. I want to go shoot squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I mean, I get it, and we're you know we're in it. That's that's that feeling that you you get from it. Like, you know, I I've been very fortunate on my success rate with hunting with it, but it's, yeah, most of it's just you know I love being outdoors and 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 going after it because there are easier ways to do it. There's oh yeah, a heck of a lot of easier ways to get meat in the freezer. That's <laughs> yeah, I got some buddies, man. They're really good hunters, you know, and they it's it's beyond them to come back from a trip without having something. You know, and that oh, happens yeah. to us trad guys quite often. I mean, we have, may have seen way more animals, but if you can't reach out 300 yards and shoot it, um, you know, you're just watching them, <laughs> which is yep. not a bad deal. <laughs> no, right. No, absolutely. I, that's why, I mean, I can't watch, um, well, for a while back especially, I couldn't watch hunting shows, um, you know, gun ones where like, oh, yeah, you know, they're 450 yards away. I'm like, you're in another zip code. You <laughs> And, you know, I try to be understanding everybody's different where they're going for it, but it's like, geez, you know, I, but, but that's, that's me. Like me, I'm comfortable out to 25 yards, but my average shots within, within 15, heck, most of the time I'd say it's even within 10, because yeah. to me, that's, that's the desire to, you know, to get inside their senses. And, yeah. And I guess predator way to it of like, yeah, I, I did that. I made it happen. Um, yeah. You know, um, but everybody's different. Everybody's got a different tech to it, and, and I get that. Oh yeah, but. yeah, and and you know, there's trad guys shooting them 
at 30 yards all day long, you know, oh, yeah. and, all day long. Yeah. yeah. Heck you boys out West. <laughs> That's just a requirement for, for some areas. Yeah. For deer, especially man. I, some of these guys that are hunting trad stuff, like over Eastern Oregon and stuff, unless they're hunting elk, elk are a different animal. They were made for trad bows, but, um, you know, some of those mule deer and I couldn't even imagine an antelope and these guys that are doing this, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Some of those guys are just really, really, really good at shooting. Um, I tend to be, I, I'm going to probably work a little bit more on that. Cause I got some, you know, some mule deer hunts that are here in Oregon that are trad only hunts and it's open country. So I'm going to have to extend my range just a tad. And those kind of things, I'll have to look at arrow setup. Well, like you said, you can make it as easy or as difficult as you want it to be. But um, absolutely, it's just it's just one of those things. I think um, just having a, a simple stick and string in your hands, um, it, it, it's fully immersive. It really is. Even even the shot is. You know, I uh, we had four. Yeah, we got four bulls this year. Three of the guys were shooting um uh compounds gauge of course he knew exactly where his went but like david when he shot his bull he's like yeah i lost it i lost the arrow in because you know, i'm looking through a sight i'm worrying about a uh peep and then i gotta look through the front sight and then i don't even see my arrow take off and i lost it i'm not exactly sure where i hit and i'm thinking to myself man with tradbo you know exactly what happened you know so even the shots immersive, um, I don't know something about it, man. I, it's pretty cool, pretty cool. I yeah, preaching the fire there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and something I saw also is I was looking. Another thing about traditional bow hunting is you could spend as much as you want, or to get into it, you don't have to. Like getting into compound bows, man, you're spending a ton of money right off the bat. And you don't even know if you're going to want to do it or not. Right. But, but with the trad setup, um, I saw you guys have some kits for like 200 and some odd dollars. Right. And maybe I'm, yeah. maybe I'm low gunning yeah. it there, but um, you know, you could, and the thing is you could get into that, shoot that bow and it's not going to mess you up for another bow. And then you'll be able to sell that bowl or give it to a kid. And I don't know. It just seems, it seems like um, maybe that's why a lot of people are starting to do it now. <laughs> yeah. And definitely. Um, um, and you've seen a lot more growth and um, kind of the say lower end bows that low, low cost to it, uh, which has been amazing for getting people to try it. Cause you're right. Yeah. I've got kits, you know, just a little over $200 and all you got to do is add a target hit. and, and you know, you're off to the races. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. You know, yeah, what? Yeah, and I talked to you know I've talked to a lot of the custom guys because a lot of our bows now are uh, you know they're all a lot of trad bows are custom guys around here, um, and I talked to a lot of them. I said, well, how what do you guys think of that? You know, some lower bows and this and that, and they're like, man, get them in because you know nobody's going to be able to not just get one bow. <laughs> it just <laughs> doesn't happen, and yep. and uh, and you know they get in, they're going to look at. They're going to look at all of our custom stuff and they're going to buy bows because of this, because maybe they like this type of wood that we build our bows out of. And most of the custom guys, um, they are all about 
just getting bows in people's. That's probably another thing about traditional archery that I really like is these guys, um, they're the long-term people, you know, they, they believe in just getting it out there and getting going. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, um, you know, for traditional, traditional archers in general, growing the sport is first and foremost, you know, I mean, there's, and there's different, like we said before, there's different oh, yeah. people with different yeah. mindsets out there, but for the most part, you know, everybody's wants just to grow the sport. Um, cause it's a great one and we love it. And it's just having that love for it. That's, you know what they say, uh, uh rising tide ra- raises all boats. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, I can sell, you know, these import very cheap bows to get more hands on bows and they are going to go to that. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, they want to try it and that's what we're able to do with that. And then once you, you get used to it and you're like, all right, but well, what do I like? You know, and some of go, well, all bows shoot the same, you know, it's <laughs> they all fling it out and say, true, 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 true. But who doesn't like something a little nicer? Yeah. I mean, even, and, and you know, I've got a few nice ones floating around and then you've got some, you know, I, heck, I've got a few sages in mind. My wife's first bow was a sage. Right. You know, this is from a guy that's got probably more bows in a, right. in a building than anybody. But I was like, I wanted her to try it and right. be used to it. Right. And, you know, um, <laughs> I had a connection, but I still sold a bow to buy her uh, one of our nice tomahawks on it. <laughs> um, because right. it's like, yeah, you don't you don't just start there. You got to start somewhere where you're comfortable with, and you go from there. Right, um, right. Or or you go to, or you go to an ILF bow, you know. Or it's that's the cool thing about this, and it's all the same stuff. I mean, not same stuff as far as um, the way the bows are and that kind of thing, but it's all a stick and string, and you're still using the human part of things to shoot. And I I don't know. There's just something very drawing about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's, uh, I mean, there's, especially when you get into the custom lawyers, I mean, they make, they're, they're making works of art. Yeah. Absolute beautiful bows. And then the connection with it. Uh, well, my, our basis is Tomahawk bows. That's yeah. what was first. Yep. And, you know, we, every weekend, kid you not, every weekend I was in a car going to some other shoot to sell those bows where my dad was building connections with guys of, of that relationship of, okay, this is what you want in a bow and this is what we can do and that. And, um, you know, growing it from there. So, yeah, no, on, on the custom bow range, it's um, more bows out there is better for everybody. Because yeah. you're going to find one that goes, yeah, this this is what fits right for me. Yeah. And there will still be people that, you know, they'll only own the cheap ones. But they weren't they weren't in that, that wheelhouse of uh, somebody that makes, um, you know, custom bows anyways. Right, right. But, yep. But we all grow. You know, as yeah. you love it, you get into more. Uh, you know, you think of any other hobby. You know, you're buying a... Uh, mountain bike right now you set for it you're gonna yeah. have a nice one in a year or two anyways oh, this one does this or it yeah does that. yeah i it, i got my old ones i used to race the darn things and um and i'm just using it now to kind of get into shape and then um we got some lock gates here and we're gonna have more because of the fires so it's gonna be a great hunting tool um so yeah i'm, I'm trying to get kind of trying to get ahead of ahead of the curve i guess there you go <laughs> Or behind it, who knows? You know, they've been around forever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and talking with growth, too. So um, one of the cool things that happened this last year with uh, Three Rivers is you guys started bringing in muzzle loaders too, which I think go exactly with what you're doing with archery. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it's one of those things of, you know, right, you know we, we, we're always looking for new products and new things for our for our customers and the traditional archery industry of, you know, that benefits and helps. So one of those was like, well, you know, 
let's get outside the box. And uh, we did the muzzle loading kits was the first thing we yeah. picked up with. That was like, it does fit so well. Cause it, you know, the traditional bow hunter is, you know, it's a mindset. Yeah. Cause like we've been yeah. saying the whole one is, you know, I, there's easier ways to do it. And all of us own, you know, uh, guns and, and, and oh, bunch yeah. of these people, a bunch of people own compounds where they actually hunt with that. And it's, 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 it's the mindset for shooting right. the bow. And it goes, okay, right. let's take that mindset and see where it goes. Yeah. And, Muzzle loader was just a easy, easy one for us. Yeah, uh, and we've we've picked up a lot since then. Um, that relates to it um, to really expand on it because yeah, it's like you know what, um, it just it fits so well. It's just the same mindset. We thought you know there's there's not not a lot of stores out there where you can get it, and um, definitely after last year where there's a lot more people looking into stuff like that of you know like I said hobbies growing and, and things like especially outdoor stuff um it's fit well and you know i i don't know where it's gonna go um you know we let we let our co- consumers uh our customers uh make those decisions you know if they sell great we'll keep right. going if they don't you won't but we we thought it was a great parallel of you know what yes let's do it yeah um, I think it is. I think it's a great parallel. I built one of the kits, the St. Louis Hawken, and I'll tell you what, um, it opened up. Okay, for those of you who are listening here and going, man, traditional bows and muzzleloaders, um, trust me, you guys, start looking into some of the uh, traditions that go along with the muzzleloading community. Uh, it is abs- I jumped into that, and I immersed myself into it, and they have their own Fred Bears over there. And it is, and I mean, this stuff is rich. Um, more, it's more than just picking up a rifle and shooting it. There is, it's like traditional bows. It's the same thing. You know how when we get into a community, we're in a community. Well, it's the same thing with the muzzleloaders. And the muzzleloading community, actually, unless you go back to like some of the ind- indigenous people with the bows and arrows, but here in America. Um, there are counties in Kentucky where if you built a rifle a certain way that didn't look like a Kentucky rifle, that that rifle would be shunned in that county. That's how rich this stuff is. And uh, when I started getting into muzzleloading, uh, looking at some of the stuff, it is absolutely amazing at how similar some of the ideas that you have. And like you said, we're traditional people, right? And that's how mm-hmm. it is. Um, I, I, I want to do more with my muzzleloader. Um, I am going to actually. I may even. I'm going to end up elk hunting with it this year, um, just because of the way bow season's working out for me. I'm not going to be able to bow hunt, which is killing me. This is the first season in I don't know how many that I'm not going to be able to bow hunt. But I'm oh. in. Yeah, I'm in the air guard, and they're sending me away for September. <laughs> so, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, it kills, it kills. Um, but my son is picking up. I think he's going to pick up the traditional bow, which that really hard too because that's his first year of traditional bow hunting, and I'm not going to be there. <laughs> you're like now, now yeah, like congrats and all that, but yeah. now all these years, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So it hurts, but. Also, at the same time, it probably is opening up an opportunity for me to hunt a muzzleloader hunt um, with the with the bow or with a muzzleloader and doing uh, you know a pretty hardcore muzzleloader hunt. We're looking at packing into some of the wilderness areas and we're running one of those 
teepee tents with a wood stove and it's going to be snowy and so it's it's you know i don't know it, it's it was meant to be that way i guess yeah well it's actually uh because of you sir while i have sitting or why i have sitting right next to me on my uh my second desk here i uh one of the kits oh right on <laughs> so i uh i've been eyeing it but you know like uh, like anyone else, all the stuff I had supplies-wise, you know, it's for sale and all that. But I, uh, I finally, I said, I just couldn't, I couldn't hold back. I, I want to build, build one of these guns and, and hunt with it. Because um, to me, it, you know, wow, a lot of the same stuff. You know, my, my favorite is I have a bow I built with my dad and wood arrows I built. And I've, right. And the deer with it, and it's like, man, that connects well. So here I'm like, man, I get, I get to build the gun. Oh yeah. And then go hunt with it, and it's just. Uh, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't hold back anymore. And we had one in the shop here that uh, uh, something with it, and I was like, "Yep, yep, that one's mine. Here you go. Here's my money." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's the deal. You know, clear some time in November, build that kit, and let's come out and go hunting with me. Oh, I, no, <laughs> I said I it here. We've, ta- we've, <laughs> we've talked about it. We've talked about it, and I, I keep. And the kicker is, I know I'm like, man, if I'm going to hunt, I've got to schedule it and just go. Right. <laughs> and yeah. And I have the most amazing wife that's been great on like, all right, you know, go for it. Our kids are are a little bit older. Um, yeah. So they're, you know, they're not the handfuls that, you know, like they were when they yeah. were, you know, two and three and that. So it's like it's a little bit easier for me to do that and and uh she's been too supportive of it almost because it's like, Okay, I'll do it. Just just put it on the counter and start going. Uh, well, um, I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll 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 up the ante. I'll send you a bunch of information when we get off of here. <laughs> I mean, we might even be able to talk Jerry into it. You know, Jerry Goins is a muzzleloader hunter too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Send me the info. Me the info. <laughs> I'm horrible. I've, I've I have, got, I've gotten better on not questioning it. You know, it's like just, just go for it. I got, I got great big tents with wood stoves and a lot of coffee too. So, <laughs> and it sounds and it sounds magical like when you're describing them like that's that's it like if you close your eyes and you picture what's that perfect hunt look like yeah uh, you know it's that stuff i'm sleeping in a tent i got a wood stove keep me warm that crisp cool morning air yep. on it and it's like ah yeah ah, that's it that's what it's about like, man that's what uh, it's about favorite hunts was uh in iowa and it was in a uh a, you know a cabin that <laughs> i've been in bathrooms bigger than that cabin was <laughs> and <laughs> And it was just magical because it's like this. This is a deer camp. You know, everything was, you know, you boil the water and if you want a hot shower and, 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 and all that, and just yeah. like this, close your eyes. That's how you picture it. And I've been on fancy hunts too where it's like, ah, yeah, you know, real <laughs> high treatment and, and and it all. And it's, you know, just like shooting a bow. It's, it's all the varieties to it and, and enjoying it all. And yeah. then, I mean, I still love, I though I don't get to do it as much as I really should, um, you know, my Indiana deer hunt, just running out. Now I'm super excited because now that we own this, yeah. this little six acres, that's my dirt. Yep. And uh, I've killed one gorgeous go on it. The first year we bought it, I nice. threw a tree stand on it. And um, though my, uh, my my folks have some land north of us, I went and I hunted the six acres and killed this absolutely gorgeous doe. And I can't even really describe how good that felt. Like, you know, I've hunted on private land. I've been very fortunate in that. But, like, this this was my dirt. Yeah. Yeah. And it was with, you know, with my bow and my arrow that I built. And it just it felt really good. I um, Every time I took a bite of a steak that year, you know, it was you know, a little moment of silence and just think about, you know, I don't, you know, not to get too 
too into it, but just it, no, get into it. it, it <laughs> that's it, what it's about. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's it. That's what it was. It's like, man, it just it felt so good. You know that 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 steak wasn't made any way different. Yep. You know that you know a hamburger wasn't ground any other day, but just that. Yep. Everything that went into that really, really hit home for me, and yeah. I I like that. And there, um, even further, you know, when you when you're sharing it with your kids. And your wife, you've provided that off of that piece of land. No, I get it totally. I totally get it. Yep, yep. It's uh, it's just it's that feeling. That's that's what we go for. You know, everybody listening. I, you know, I can say you assume it, but you you hope they can feel that. Where that's that's the demand and, and, and the desire to it is. You know, I I put in all this extra work, and I I made it I made it that more personal that it could be. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's good stuff. Well, we're we're getting close to being uh, at an hour here, and I know how busy you are. I don't want to keep you here any longer. Um, but uh, before we take off, there's one last question I, I would like to ask you. Um, I think you have a good thumb on the pulse of traditional archery. I, I say this to a lot of the guys like, you know, TJ, when I have him on here, because he's, he's around it a lot too, and he's, he's got his thumb on the pulse. Um, where do you think traditional archery is going? I know that's a hard yeah. question. <laughs> it's it's not a hard one. It's just a big one. Yeah, because there's there's so many aspects to it. Right. Um, you know, and I think I think we're definitely going to see. Well, what we have seen to it is is a lot of that that middle ground folk to it. Of of you know they don't see it as I'm a traditional archer. Like you and me were traditional bow hunters. That's how we yeah. identify. And that's you know that's that's first. Um, you're going to see a lot of people that are archers um, getting into it. You know, they, they don't identify it as this way, that way, or any other way. Just they're shooting, um, you know, more recreational to it. Right. Um, that's where I see traditional archery, I'd say, is, is a lot of that going where you see a lot more growth to it. Um, you know, their shooting experience is that ranges and, and, you know, small local competitions to that. But I think that's good because having that base there sure. can be really good for every other aspect. Sure. You know, whether they want to go to be Olympic archers, or they want to be, you know, Fred Bears, or they want to be, you know, you know, any and everything in between on that. I, that's where I see a lot of it going. Um, and I think the reason also for that is also with the advancement technology that's been done in hunting in general for it. Um, you're going to see that growth to the, you know, the more basic one. Cause I'd be like, well, all that's out there and that's not an interest to them. You're going to have that. They want to have it more hands-on and controlling to it. Yeah. Um, as for what it means, I guess, for the sport, especially, you know, uh, guys like us where, you know, in our minds of what it looks like to what it's going to be, um, that'll be interesting. You know, I, um, I am very supportive of a lot of different ways of how you shoot a traditional bow. Sure. Um, you know, there's always the arguments of everybody in different camps of, oh, this is traditional, that's not. Yeah. And that, and I get that, you know, because for most people, it's it's what they what they have, what they're around. Yeah. You know, I'm very yeah. fortunate. I'm all over the country and world and seeing it all and, and, and experiencing different things. Like, okay, I get that. Like I said, I've got metal riser bows i love to hunt i've got my long bow i built with my dad and i've yep. got a, a self bow i built with gary davis forever ago and i love it all yep and yep. i see it all the same as traditional archery yep um that's what i think we need need more of and there's always balance because you know someone goes well that's 
that's not that. And they've got their reasons for it. Sure. Um, I think that will be the interesting aspect of the future is how the, the old guard <laughs> identifies with the new, not as die hard. Like, you know, when, when I tell somebody, I'm, I, we don't tell people we're archers. We say, oh, we're traditional archers or we're traditional bow hunters. Right. And then they just say, I'm, you know, yeah, I shoot archery or I'm an archer. And that's just how they identify to it. So right. it'll be neat to see how the two groups intermix in the future because because they need to. I mean, that's yeah. that's the new growth, and you got to have that. Otherwise, you're not going to have a, not going to have a future to it. So, yeah, you know, and quite honestly, a lot of the big the the guys that are that we're carrying the torch from, um, they're doing a very good job. The the ones that are in the limelight. Um, you know, take traditional bow hunter magazine for goodness sake, you know, look at what they've done in the last five years, um, in their advertising and, and in the way that they approach things and how diverse the people or, or the coverage of traditional bow hunting, they try to cover. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, I, and I, I see that across the board. Of course I see, you know, the other stuff sometimes, but I see that, um, I mean like Jerry Goins. You know, Jerry's been at this forever, and that guy is all-inclusive. I, I know for a fact. I just I'm been around him a lot when he's had other guys coming into the camp. And so it's pretty interesting to see that. Um, but, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying with um, some of the old guard needs to understand that some of the guys coming in, um, they, you know, that institution of – of being a part of a, a fraternity is is not on their radar <laughs> and it was on on the that generation going out it is definitely on their radar because of um that's how we did things back then so right that's going to be interesting yeah i think you're right and I, I think we need to be all inclusive as far as uh getting the sport out there you know um yeah it's, and, and you know and, and, and it's such a you can snowball it to, you know, all this, that, and the other, how you want to look to it. Um, but, um, you know, it's just the open mind and understanding, like, you know what? We all have, you know, we're pulling a string, shooting an arrow. Yep. You know, that's how I identify because, you know, they run, you get the question a lot, the difference between longbow and recurve, and it's so simple and the little things. <laughs> and that, it's like, you know, remember that you're, you're shooting a traditional bow. Yeah. And until yeah. it's... Well, I don't even want to go to yep. the extreme of it all, but, yep. but yeah, just, yep. you know, just that it's, it's opening, accepting of how people are shooting, shooting these bumps. And as yep. long as it stays traditional and it's, it's such a blend. Cause you know, it's in every, every sport and every sure. hobby out there of, you know, new versus old to it, but we're a bit unique in the one that, well, we are a very, <laughs> a very, uh, uh, old style way of doing it. So it's, you know, when you get newer ways to it, coming in or at least rediscovered or yeah. however you want to look at it, yeah. it of like that blend of like, well, it's, it's the same, you know, cause you, yeah. you get arguments both ways to it. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> you're just flinging arrows and don't care about accuracy to the other one of, of, you know, you're making it, you know, to where it's just not funny anymore. And it's just, I guess for me, yeah, the inclusive of, it, of being open-minded to it. You know, if someone's yeah. enjoying having a bow in their hand, yep, that's first and foremost. Yep the first thing to see to it, like back, back to the first, beginning of our conversation, you know, appreciating that, you know, we get to enjoy this yep. and do this. Yep. And that's, that's key. That's why I got really, like I said, not to 
uh, beat that drum again, but, you know, the uh, archery shoots expanding on where they're advertising it to. Don't tell the people that look just like you to come to the archery shoot right. that have always been coming to shoot. Right. Find those new folks out there. Yeah. There's a lot of people that have a bow that don't know that you've got an event going on, and they would be absolutely perfect, you know, to have there. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the new people coming into it. My son is shooting three under, and he wanted to shoot a metal riser bow. And the only reason I was like, well, you don't need to be shooting a metal, metal riser bow. The only reason I said that to him is because I have a bunch of wooden bows in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's why I didn't want those. I mean, yeah, yes. So, I, I, and he's, yours, but even I know that. Uh, he, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna do it. You know, he'll get a metal riser. But I so the, I'm just saying that there is that you know there is a there's sure a surge within uh bow hunting with you know traditional bow hunting there sure is there's a surge of ilf bows and metal risers and to see guys reacting to that i see some of the other guys going that's not a real bow and i'm like are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) that is a very real bow and these guys that are picking these up some of these guys are taking their shooting so serious that they're shooting right alongside with some of the compound guys at 3d shoots and within you know within ranges within the the range they are holding their own and so more power to them <laughs> absolutely like you say gets gets back into that you know yep. finding what fits you and 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 being confident and comfortable with it and first and foremost have fun yeah yep yep and if having fun means touching every arrow more power to you man i you know um if if that was my idea of fun i'd probably drive myself nuts because i'm not going to touch every arrow <laughs> yeah 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 I, uh yeah it's and the one thing i've always liked you know i'm an auto riser one too because i i've shot one actually the reason i picked up a dos bow because um, i'd been tomahawk bow forever was right when i had to uh fly to hunt yeah that's the only reason i ever picked up a metal riser bow was um well, this needs to go in a suitcase because otherwise it's going to cost a hundred dollars each direction to ship yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and, and if you are shooting some of those different methods and you want to mess with tiller and things like that, um, you know that's the way to go. Really, is to to if you if you want to get precision like that and and work over your shot like that. Oh yeah, you know that's that's me. Um, I'm too, I've been at this too long to try to do something new. I was thinking about trying to string walk and stuff. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I just want to go shoot. <laughs> I, right. it, I, it, it's it, funny. Cause I'm, I'm actually, I'm eyeballing kind of, well, it's really finding the time, but eyeballing like, you know, what's, what's something new to do with yeah. it to try. Yeah. That's, that's what keeps the passion going in it. Yeah. Is you know, finding what, what keeps the drive on there? And it's like, you know what? Let's set up one of these yeah. target rigs and have a hoot with it. And then I, you know, yep. like, like I said, I'm a traditional bow hunter first and foremost. Yep. And, and you know, that's, that's where it's all going to end up. But anything to do up till then go well, with it. Yeah. I got a feeling my son's going to end up picking up one of those bows eventually. I, I just could see it in him. That's what he's after. And uh, what's going to happen, especially when we start building our targets and stuff here, what's going to happen is he's going to be, going all over there and kicking my butt everywhere. And then, so I'm going to be like, well, you know what? I could probably pick up another five yards on my hunt if I get one of these. <laughs> so it'll probably happen. It's just, uh, you know, you, you get, you get to be, I don't know. Um, I, I just, I, I rather spend a lot of my time out hunting, you know? So, 
Right. But I tell you what, I uh, I'll I'll call it now. You mark the date. Um, your son will probably at some point, even though, build a uh, build a cell phone. Yep. Yep. You know, they jump in on that technical side of it. You know where it can really tune and tweak, and then um, yep. And at some point, it'll be there. I got one. I built one with uh, with Gary Davis years ago, and um, it's a fun bow. I don't shoot it as much now anymore, but now we're thinking about it, man. I might have to go pull it out. But that's one <laughs> thing I I hope to do one day is kill a deer with a self bow and a homemade arrow and heck if I can, even flint. a homemade flint and yeah. pad just, just to have it. I'm with it. Yep. Yep. Right now I'm shooting single bevel broadheads and I got everything tuned to Ashby specs and things like that. But, um, there was a time in my life I built self bows. I've, I have kindling now, but, um, you know, you could either, you could either build a really durable self bow or a fast one. Now, when it when it becomes a real trick is when you build a durable and fast one, and uh, I haven't figured that one out yet. But that's on my list too. You know, I would love to hunt with a like an obsidian head. You know, and I and I've napped my own heads. I would love to do that. Um, I have uh, I have a kit from when I was uh, actually I let my brother uh, uh, have it because he got in the bug to try it, but. I have a kit from when I was, when we were DMJ archery. So that would have been wow in the nineties. Um, that's kind of traveled with me year to year to year, everywhere I go. Uh, it's like, yeah, yeah. One of these days, one of these days I'll nap a head out. And, and I mean, I'm already making wood arrows. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it'd be really cool is to show the whole spectrum within like a YouTube series. That would be really fun to do. I mean, just to do the series, just to, and and then show <laughs> how much you fail at things and then overcome those failures to make, you know, because that's basically how I got into traditional archery is, is you know, I was trying to overcome failures in, in a lot of the things that the other types of archery were creating for me and me being a simple-minded kind of person, it just worked out. But being able to go from, you know, taking a yew wood tree because we got you all over us. Take a yew wood tree to a bow, and then go all, full spectrum over to a, a dos bow with you know with all the tillers set at a certain angles and all that. I, I just all of it's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it it really is, and it's and it's really there's place for for all of it, and to be able to enjoy it all. And I think I think everybody should find what that is to them and and enjoy it. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Well, all right. I think uh, we'll we'll jump off here, but I got to get you back on here, man. Um, preferably in a tent up in the wilderness somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, Drinking coffee. Yeah, <laughs> Watch, watching I, the I snow fall. I close my eyes and picture it now, and it looks <laughs> marvelous. Yeah. Oh, we got some, we got some beautiful places. And they hold out too. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's not like you're just camping, but... Uh, yeah, well, um, I'll I'll send you over that information. But thanks for coming on. Um, any last words that you have? Oh, get out and shoot. There you go. There you go. <laughs> that's that's my last words to it all. Is uh, to anybody and everybody listening, get out and shoot and enjoy it because it's uh, it's why we do this. Okay. Well, thanks a ton for coming on. Hey, the rest of you guys listening, um, I go over check out Three Rivers. Um, especially, you know, there is a model on their, um, muzzleloader page that you gotta see, <laughs> but go over, check out three rivers, check out their catalog. Um, it's one of those things that 
since I was just starting this, I would thumb through that and man, it just, I don't know. There's something about having a catalog, but go check them out. And also if you guys could go to barebow hunter, um, barebowhunter.com. Uh, we have all these podcasts set up there. We have our videos set up there. And also you, if you like to help support us, we do have some hats and some things like that on there. So thanks for uh, listening. And until next time, shoot straight. Thanks for joining us for another installment of the Barebow Hunter podcast. Remember, we couldn't even be talking about this stuff if it wasn't for our public land. So go and support the people that are protecting it, backcountry hunters and anglers and TRCP. Also, if you'd like to see more of Barebow Hunters, go to our Facebook group, go to our Instagram at Barebow Hunters, like us, and hashtag all of your photos with your Barebow goodness in them, Barebow Hunter. We have a website as well. You can go over there, check out the rest of the podcast. We have videos, we have t-shirts and hats. Thanks again. Until then, shoot straight.